Welcome to This Week in the State Line, a conversation with the local people and local topics you care about. This Week in the State Line rolls on. We're talking to our friends from Family Counseling Services. And Michael Payton is on the horn. Good morning, Michael. How are you? Morning, Steve. I'm good. Thank you. So I understand, of course, Family Counseling Services does just that. They counsel families and help out with abuse and such, correct? Yeah, that's correct. So Family Counseling Services... Uh, is is provides counseling in the state line area for for anyone, and the goal is to not turn anyone away regardless of their circumstances. And they've been doing this for how long now? Or is that just a hard number to just pull off the top of your head? Yeah, uh, since uh, 1877, technically. <laughs> wow. Okay, I went. That's a little further back than I thought, but that's good that we are there. So, where is Family Counseling Services located, and how do I get in touch? So, Family Counseling Services is located at 631 North Longwood. Suite 103, and uh, Family Counseling, that's their main location, but we also are located at the uh, Peary Family, uh, the Peary Family Center, the new Peary uh, Center, so uh, 860 Beaster Drive in Belvedere is another location as well, so we can uh, help anybody out regardless of, of so, geographically where they're located. I'm a family member and uh, we're in a bad situation. I need to call. How do I get a hold of Family Counseling Services in Rockford? The best way to do it would be just to call the main number, which is 815-962-5585. Excellent. And there's a website, too, in case I'm on the Internet? The website address is www.familycounselingrockford.com. So my point was, we we know that we have family counseling services, and they're in Rockford. That's how you get a hold of them if you need them. How do you support them? Well, you can get involved with the meat raffle that you have planned. And this just sounds not only tasty, but interesting, too. Yeah, so we've actually partnered with a sponsor for it, which is uh, Cattle and Cream, which is located in downtown Cherry Valley. And they've been gracious enough to help support us in this and uh, uh, donate $250 worth of meat for our meat raffle. And and the goal is, you know, with the uh, COVID-19 situation, our typical fundraising events, which would be Cheater Spelling Bee, which was back in April that had to be canceled, and Brunch on the Dock at Prairie Street, which we normally have in August, which also had to be canceled. And then we have Dancing with the Stars, which would normally be at Giovanni's, which will be in November, which is going going uh, digital. It won't be a live event, which it normally is. So due to the disruption in the typical fundra- fundraising cycle, we had to think outside the box. And one way we did that was with the meat raffle um, sponsored by Cattle and Cream in Cherry Valley. So what kind of cuts of meat are we offering here, and, and how do we get involved? Oh, boy, we're talking about all kinds of different stuff here. Let's see. Some of my, some of my favorites would be, of course, the... The two choice black Angus bone in ribeyes. Oh yes, and yeah, you've got your mouth watering already, right, Steve? Yep. We got thick cut bacon. We got all kinds of ground beef. We've got baby baby back ribs. We've got two pounds of bacon wrapped jalapeno poppers. We got burgers. We got brats. We got uh, wagyu beef hot dogs, um, and all kinds of other stuff included in that as well. So. The, the the best way that I would recommend listeners to purchase tickets in the next couple of days here uh, is to just go down to Cattle and Cream, right downtown Cherry Valley. They have ice cream there. 
Uh, so you can get yourself some ice cream. You can do a little bit of light grocery shopping if you needed to, and then you can check out their really fine meat selection. And while you're at it, you can buy a ticket, which would be one for $10 or three for 25 And all those proceeds are going to family counseling services to uh, not turn anybody away when they need, when they need uh, mental health and counseling services in the state line area. It's the first time you're doing a meat raffle, though? It is the first time for us, yes. And, and so far, obviously, we're a couple of days away yet, but things are looking good? Yeah, it's been it's been really successful. I mean, you know, I can't say enough good things about about the, the board of family counseling services, the volunteers of family counseling services, and, and the support from Cattle and Cream in Cherry Valley to help to help make the meat raffle successful. And then, of, of course, everybody who's, you know, listened here on the radio, has liked a Facebook post, has bought a ticket, everybody's everybody's uh, really backed us up and, and helped us make this a successful fundraiser. All right, so the drawing is going to be virtual. Do we get contacted once we buy a ticket, or do we go there for the drawing? Yeah, yep. so if you, go, if you go to Cattle and Cream and you buy a ticket there, you can fill out the stub. Um, if you buy it online at uh, www.familycounselingrockford.org, you can buy your tickets online as well, and they will be uh, entered into the drawing. So as long as you, of course, put your contact information on that stub, uh, we're going to have one of those big wheel things, and uh, we're going to mix them all up right there live at, at Cattle and Cream on Wednesday, September 1st at 1 o'clock. And we're going to pick the winner right out, right, right there. And, uh, you know, we'll put it live on, on Facebook, and, and then we'll contact them right away. So you can follow Family Counseling Services on Facebook and play along? Yep. Great. All right, so the drawing again is coming up, what, September 2nd, you said? Wednesday, September, is it September 1st? Sorry, I've lost track of my dates. Oh, sorry, I said the wrong date. Wednesday, September 2nd at 1 o'clock. All right, Wednesday, September 2nd. Get your tickets right there at Kettle and Cream or going through Family Counseling Services. Services. You can get in touch with them through all their social media channels. Buy a ticket. Do you know what the uh, value of this meat package is? $250 retail value. All right. If I'm buying a ticket for 10 bucks, that's a great investment. <laughs> Absolutely. So don't miss out on the Family Counseling Services Meat Raffle on Wednesday, September 2nd. Thank you so much for updating us, Michael, about the services of Family Counseling Services and your fundraiser. Good luck with the meat raffle, and uh, I hope the winner is very happy and has a big cookout for all of us. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thank you. More of This Week in the State Line in a moment. Hi, I'm Dr. Gordon Christensen. And if you're a dentist as I am, or you know a dentist, please take a moment to listen. When I became a dentist, I learned how quickly poor oral health can lead to other serious health problems. And for people without access to care, these problems can spiral very quickly. I wanted to help, but I wasn't sure how I could until I joined Dental Lifeline Network. It's a nonprofit that has helped us literally change the lives of people in our communities. DLN asked dentists to volunteer to see just one of the many patients in need in your area. It's very simple. DLN screens those in need and coordinates an initial appointment that takes place in the comfort of the dentist's own office and on their schedule. Right now, there's a wait list for patients in need in your community. I'm asking fellow dentists who will join me in seeing one patient per year. Learn more about Dental Lifeline Network at willyouc1.org. That's willyouc1.org. And this week in the State Line rolls on, this time around 
around, we are talking to our great friends at Gigi's Playhouse, the Down Syndrome Achievement Centers, about their No Bull Golf Outing, still scheduled for September 14th. Karen, how are you? I'm doing well, Steve, and I'm really excited that we are able to move forward with this, so far anyway. <laughs> exactly, and uh, three weeks out or so, and uh, registration is still underway for not one, but two flights of golf at Rockford Country Club on September 14th. Yep. We are so excited to be back at Rockford Country Club. It's like going home, and they have been so awesome to us over the years. And so we're this is our 10th annual outing, so it's kind of a big milestone for us. And, and uh, in light of all the other cancellations that have occurred because of COVID, we really want this thing to go over big. All right, so we are talking to Karen Carlson of Gigi's Playhouse. What will you use all this money for that is going to be generated from this golf outing? Well... You know, as you know, Steve, because you sit on our board of directors, mm-hmm. so you know that that uh, all of our services at the Playhouse for the 375 roughly individuals with Down syndrome that we serve across five counties, all of our services for the lifetime of our participants are always free to the families and our participants because we never want um, in being engaged in our services to be uh, something that creates a barrier for families in terms of the cost. They have so many other costs that come along with the diagnosis of Down syndrome. So all of our services are free. So the money we raise through fundraisers like our golf outing help cover expenses throughout the year to run all of our programs. Yeah, and that's why it's so important to play golf at the Rockford Country Club on September 14th. It's a Monday with two shotgun starts at 8 a.m. and then again at 1.30. So lots of room for golfers. And it's a uh, best ball tournament, which are my favorites. Right, exactly. And we've got the, as you mentioned, we've got the two flights this year at 8 and 1.30 trying to be uh, cognizant of social distancing so that people feel more comfortable coming out. So um, we've still got some, some foursomes left open. They're starting to fill up, but we need some more golfers to play. Um, it's $150 for a single or 600 for a foursome, and we just uh, encourage everybody, you know, get a foursome together or come out as an individual and play to support a great cause. Rain or shine, and I think last year it rained. So I know it happens, yeah. rain or shine. I can yeah, verify we're, that. We're... we're all in line now for sunshine. So we got rid of the rain last year, and, you know, we got through that, and now we've got sunshine on tap for September 14th. All right, so, so if you want to play golf, register online at ggsplayhouse.org slash Rockford, ggsplayhouse.org slash Rockford. You can also go to that website to get in on the very cool golf ball drop, right? Right, absolutely, and you can purchase golf ball drop tickets, for which the prizes are $1,000 cash, and then there's two other prizes valued at 500 and 300 and tickets are one for $10 or three for 25 and that's a great way and an easy way to support the playhouse even if you're not a golfer so you can purchase golf ball drop tickets online or hit up any of our board members or staff for tickets as well and you know it it really is an easy way to support us and, and people are saying what the heck is a golf ball drop the golf ball drop is super cool because well, we have like a big crane that actually hovers above one of the greens and all the golf balls, each, each ticket that's purchased gets a numbered golf ball and it drops it from way, way above the green. All these hundreds of golf balls drop at once and they're, you know, the first, second, and third ball that find the holes because there's three holes cut on the green, 
and the ones that roll into the specified holes win. So, wow, you know, yeah, it's fun to watch. That's the only way my golf ball will ever hit a green, probably <laughs> the way I golf. So, <laughs> exactly. exactly, I hear you. All right, so register for the golf play day again, Gigi's Playhouse dot org slash Rockford. Sign up today uh, before September fourteenth. There's a lunch included too, which is kind of cool, right at noon, right? Yeah, and it's great, and we ha- we have. Um, a great lunch. The the country club is cooking for us, is grilling out, and and then we have a lot of other cool things too. Because you know our our outing is called the No Bull Golf Outing, but the only bull that's actually allowed there is an is an actual live bull that's there, and uh, you get to guess the weight of the bull and win prizes for that too and we have a great silent auction so there's a lot of cool stuff going on very cool and by the way if you would like your company if you're listening and you're in charge of the uh, marketing for your company there are sponsorships available and they can reach out by the same website ggsplayhouse.org slash rockford absolutely good deal all right well thank you for sharing a few laughs and uh, a few moments with us this morning karen we appreciate that and let's keep uh, selling those foursomes for ggs playhouse i appreciate it steve have a great day all right this week in the state line rolls on with Rockford Mayor Tom McNamara coming up next. The COVID-19 pandemic continues to weigh on us all as it spreads across communities throughout the United States. With the spread comes worry, anxiety, and a feeling of helplessness and even hopelessness. During times like these, it's easy to feel you have no control, while in reality, there is much we can do to protect ourselves, our families, our friends, all of us. Creating new habits takes practice, but good habits can help control this virus, and together we can slow the spread. Remember to wear a mask and keep six feet of space between yourself and others when you go out in public. Wash your hands often and stay home if you are sick. When you protect yourself, you protect us all. Together we can slow the spread. Go to cdcfoundation.org to learn more about ways to combat COVID-19. That's cdcfoundation.org to learn more. Welcome back to This Week in the State Line. I'm Steve Summers. Rockford Mayor Tom McNamara now joins us. Good morning, Tom. How are you? I'm doing great, Steve. How are you? Doing very good. Glad the uh, heat wave has passed. I'm sure glad we didn't have classrooms with the heat and the masks. That could have been tough. Oh, man. I talked to a couple of teachers who actually already started their school, and some of their classrooms had to move outside uh, Due to social distancing and this past week, I can imagine how tough that was. I had a chance to drive by Rock Valley College this week. Uh, my business took me that way, and I was overwhelmed with emotion seeing all the damage from the tornadoes in the front entrance of the college where the sign is. And just to see all the trees that are being stockpiled there, it looks like a log miners area. It really is overwhelming. That's probably the best word for it. It's really sad uh, to see just all the the trees and debris that people uh, have endured due to the, the two uh, tandem tornadoes that we've received uh, now several days back. But it, it is overwhelming. And then, as you rightly point out, to see the damage that took place on the campus itself is uh, remarkable. Hey. One good thing, uh, I would say, is you, uh, you can see with all the debris and the trees that people uh, piled up there, so many neighbors helping neighbors, which uh, really was uh, the inspiring good part of uh, those really tough storms. 
Yeah, and it makes your heart feel even heavier when you see the damage from Hurricane Laura down in Louisiana and what they are going through because their winds were stronger than ours. Uh, a question for you about the uh, Winnebago County Health Department's uh, stance with Dr. Sandra Martell concerning the asystematic contacts and, and testing. CDC said probably don't need to be tested, uh, but she's saying we're testing regardless. How do you feel about all that? So uh, I think Dr. Martell has uh, always taken uh, a, a really thoughtful approach to how we're addressing the pandemic. And so I'm absolutely not an epidemiologist and certainly not a, a health uh, director as uh, administrator as herself. Uh, so I, I definitely trust her. I think she's uh, led us in the right direction. And I think uh, you know, the more you can do for testing, we know it's better for everyone. And I'm sure you've been getting a lot of phone calls from restaurant entrepreneurs concerning the uh, next mandate to wear masks as well. And um, it's coming down from the state. Uh, your thoughts on that? I'll be upfront with you, Steve. I haven't gotten too many uh, phone calls from uh, restauranteurs just because, uh, well, my assumption is that our restaurants have done a really phenomenal job, by and large. The vast majority of them have been uh, eager to implement mitigation efforts because they know uh, that we're all in this together, and we have to uh, slow uh, the spread of this deadly virus if we want to keep our businesses open and keep some uh, form of normalcy uh, in our lives. And this recommendation, is the way I understand it, is uh, it certainly is new, but it's not... Uh, all told new. Uh, I mean, really, the big things are if you're communicating uh, with people who are not in your household, not at your table, you, you probably should uh, wear a, a face covering to protect them, and they should be wearing one to protect you. Exactly. Um, that's good to hear. Um, we just stay safe. That's right. you got to keep practicing social distancing and keep wearing the masks. Uh, what's the inconvenience of wearing a mask? We've been doing that already, correct? So. Absolutely. Why not? Uh, next question uh, concerning gun violence. Obviously, the City of Rockford Facebook page, as well as the police department saying, we need to cut down on the gun violence that's plaguing our community. If you see something, say something. Uh, thoughts on our community concerning gun violence? So public safety has been our number one issue since uh, I took office, and I think uh, most citizens uh, probably for the last seven, eight years have uh, thought public safety is the number one issue that's facing our community. Uh, we right now, and it's we're no different than every community across the country, but we are experiencing dramatically high levels of violent crime, and the shots fired uh, are certainly most concerning. To think that uh, between today and in March, we've seen well over 2,000 shell casings. To see that uh, just over the last several weeks, uh, We've tragically lost, uh, I believe, five Rockfordians. Uh, it's it's really uh, brings it home. Uh, each one of these individuals uh, are citizens, their neighbors, their fathers, their uh, sisters and cousins of individuals, and we need to uh, stop the gun violence in our community. Uh, and so, our police department has plans in place uh, that they're working through to uh, continue to, to focus on the most violent of violent offenders in our community. I hate the bad news, but there is some good news, too. We had a job fair. The City of Rockford Government Facebook page held a job fair. Uh, the virtual job fair went pretty well, I understand. It did. Uh, you know, we had a number of uh, companies participate. Uh, obviously, right now, with uh, unemployment uh, throughout the state of Illinois, uh, at a real high here, we 
we're starting to see it drop a little bit. I think uh, right now in the state it's about 11.8%, uh, but it is dropping a little bit. But we still have uh, thousands of Rockfordians who are out of work and need employment. So we're just trying to do everything we can to help uh, bring and introduce employers with uh, our wonderful citizens who could be potential future employees to them. So we are doing all that we can to help uh, bridge that and build relationships there. And a lot of questions from uh, fellow broadcasters wanting to know about the status of the casino talks. Have you heard anything on that at all from downstate at this point? So what I do know about the casino uh, is, and I know you know this, Steve, so bear with me, but when we passed uh, our casino, we uh, were somewhat unique that we put forward just one proposal. Uh, we put one forward that had an international brand that had uh, tremendous financing uh, to back it up and also a, a great group of local investors. So we feel really good about it. What we've heard most recently, and I think to get to your question, is yes, we are hearing that uh, the Illinois Gaming Board, the IGB, is actively working on applications now. They have till the end of October. And so uh, they're certainly taking uh, all 12 months uh, of their time, uh, which is a little bit disappointing to see. I thought they could uh, approve ours because it was approved here in the at city council unanimously. We have uh, such a great application, but uh, they are working on it, which is really good news. And uh, we're very hopeful and optimistic that we'll hear something soon. So many people probably question it because they see the uh, the trailer and the old clock tower location just sitting there vacant and nothing's happening. Like, where would we stand on that? So that's why the question yeah. probably came up. And understand that those uh, the investors, they cannot uh, start building that permanent location until they get approved. Uh and quite honestly, they can't even really get working too much uh, on their temporary location that's going to be over at Giovanni's until it gets approved. Now, what we're hearing is uh, from the date of approval, it's going to be about 90 to 120 days to get that temporary location up. And then you're probably looking at two to three years for the final big permanent location. The construction could bring extra jobs, too, which are needed. So that's, that's another big concern, too. Yeah, you're looking at probably 800 construction jobs, and then once the permanent casino's up, you're looking at about 1,000 jobs, I believe, with an average wage of over $50,000. So uh, it's much needed, and it's really needed right now. Always insightful when we talk to you. We learn something new each week. So is there anything you'd like to share, uh, open forum for a couple of minutes, anything you'd like to talk about? Yeah, so I appreciate that, Steve. So obviously right now we are... Uh, having a number of discussions going on in our community, and we've been doing uh, listening sessions as it relates to uh, really government and community relationships, uh, and in some cases, lack thereof of relationships. And there's been a tremendous focus on uh, police and community uh, relationships and or in some cases, lack thereof. And so we have done these listening sessions. I've really tried to break the these listening sessions and take to heart all the information that we're hearing. And it's been really, uh, really good, sometimes difficult, but very good to hear from citizens about their thoughts. And so we're taking this information and breaking them into themes. And the four themes that we've broken them down to is community listening and engagement, uh, accountability, transparency, and investment. And uh, I am working with a group of individuals uh, and I probably won't get all of their organizations because there's a number of them, but the Minister's Fellowship, the NAACP, uh, Coalition of Latino Leaders, Rockford's Women's March, Rockford Youth Action, and Eliminate Racism, to name several, 
And as we work to move through these, uh, we've agreed that we need to focus on accountability, number one. And so uh, that's where you're seeing our review of the use of force policy. That's where you've seen that we just approved the uh, body-worn camera implementation request for proposal and development of that policy. Uh, that's where we're going to be talking about ensuring that our uh, city as an organization is reflective of the great diversity that makes the city of Rockford a wonderful place. That's where you'll also see uh, some form of engagement, uh, further engagement between the city and the police, uh, and potentially with some form of board or commission. Two things I would just bring your attention to, Steve, <clears throat> is we're really trying to communicate differently with residents and communicate more than we already do. And so we're, you're going to see a lot more of these community conversations, quasi-town halls, or, and or just videos of myself. Uh, and we're going to be talking about those things that we're working on because many of these changes are huge structural transformational tra changes, and they don't happen overnight. But our citizens deserve to know what we're working on and what's the time frames for those. So just this week, uh, we're going to have a conversation with uh, Bo Cheney. Bo Cheney is uh, the lead recruiter for the Rockford Fire Department. And he's going to talk to us about, uh, you know, why he became a fireman, what, what he does in his job, what are some of the struggles, what are some of the areas that he thinks we do well. Uh, and then next Friday, we're going to be talking to our HR director, Sharice Hunter, about the diversity action hiring plan that she's creating, as well as uh, the trainings schedule that she's uh, developed for the end of 2020 and all of 2021. And these trainings will be for staff, they'll be for police, they'll be for aldermen, uh, they will be for uh, even board members of different boards and commissions. So there's a lot of work being done. And the last thing I should mention, just because I need aldermen support every Monday, is aldermen are doing roundtable discussions as well. And the first one of those roundtable discussions is going to be September 10th at 5.30 p.m. over at District 1. And topics that they're going to touch on are very similar to what I just mentioned, use of force, body cameras, training, police reporting, racial profiling, independent investigations, mental health, accountability and transparency, and domestic violence. So a lot going on at the city, uh, a lot of work uh, that has been done, a, a lot of work that still needs to be done, but we need to do that work coming together. Last thing I'll say, and I know I'm talking way too long for you, Steve, is we as a community need to rise above some of the rhetoric we're seeing nationally and, quite honestly, some of the rhetoric we're seeing on uh, social media. Uh, the negative personal attacks, uh, the racism that you see in some of these comments, uh, the misogyny that you see in some of these comments, uh, it does nothing for us. It only tears us apart, and we really need to focus on those pieces of the fabric that t bind us together. And I think when we do that and we talk to each other in a respectful manner, we can disagree without being totally disagreeable. And so we need to uh, continue to come together and do what Rockford's done really well. We face challenges really well when we face them together and we face them head on. Well said. I can tell you, there's not enough hours in the day. You could probably use a couple extra ones each day, I would imagine. I I'm working on making the 24-hour day a, a 28-hour day <laughs> just so I can get some more time. Always a pleasure to talk to you and uh, keeping us informed on what's happening in our great city. Thank you so much. Rockford Mayor Tom McNamara on this week in the State Line. Thanks for listening. Join us next Sunday morning at 6 for another edition of This Week in the State Line or subscribe to the podcast at rockfordradio.com. This Week in the State Line is produced by Midwest Family Illinois.